<laughs> Our show is a blooper reel, let's face it. This whole show, we're going to have to release uh, you know, the blooper reel on a Patreon, even though we don't have a Patreon set up. Yeah, we'll, we'll actually release it on someone else's Patreon. I like how, <laughs> I, I like how we're selling our, pa- our non-existent Patreon account on something that's not going to be released to the general when public. We finally, when we finally get a Patreon, people will be so ready for it. Right. I've been waiting. This is Vocabularian, a show for logophiles and individuals with hackneyed and sentimental humor. I'm Mark Jones, and I'm joined by... Andrew Copeland. And... Scotland Robots. Yeah, that's a really bad accent. Yeah. No, no, that's a really good accent. You just don't know what accent I was going for. Oh, all right, that's fair. That's yes. fair. What There's... accent were you going for? That was obviously an Israeli accent. And if you say anything against it, that's totally anti-Semitic of you. That was a spot-on Israeli accent. Don't you dare make fun of it. I can't say anything. Uh, well, so uh, being able to not say anything... <laughs> Derailed. Is, is being derailed, right, is uh, pretty terrible, right? When you're, when you're talking to somebody and you get derailed, this is actually a really good transition. I read an article Self-awareness, this past week. Self-awareness, gotta love it. Yeah, I, I actually read an article this past week. Uh, it was just a Vice column, like a, kind of an opinion column on Vice. Um, I generally only, we won't go there. Well, no, no. I, I will defend Vice's investigative reporting, but not their editorial stuff. Okay. Ironically, I've had nothing to say this whole time. <laughs> Not too ironic. It was well, so well the, expected. This was an editorial Aww. piece written by Sanjay Shah. And uh, the title was, My job interview with Stephen Colbert was a total f***ing train wreck. Wow. Did we get a bleeper on that? Yeah, I'll, I'll bleep it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, he, he talks about, in this, in this article, he's talking about uh, that, you know, he's, he's never been unemployed since college because he's, for some reason, really good at job applications and interviews. But he had one that did not go so well. Really? He actually got a call back to uh, interview as a writer for uh, Colbert Report. Nice. Um, so he, he wrote, this is the context for what happened. So basically, uh, Stephen Colbert, who was not supposed to be on the call, said, hi, this is Stephen Colbert. Because he had, he had uh, gotten a call from the head writer right. and another head writer. Yeah. And then a third voice came on, and it was Stephen Colbert. That and he would said, scare and, the heck out of me. He, he said, <laughs> and this is exactly how I responded. Hi! <laughs> it was high-pitched. It was super intense. You could practically hear the little hearts dotting all those eyes, he says. Um, you know, so he gets in, he, you know, talking about uh, the conversation and right. Stephen Colbert trying to make him feel comfortable. He says, did he slip I, into something more comfortable? Or? He did. He did. Wow. He said, uh, you know, he said, I knew he was a fan of sci-fi. So he mentioned how much he loves Battlestar Galactica and Colbert Star said, Oh, me too. You know? And they started talking about it. Hey, you like the new one or the old one. And then Stephen Colbert comes in with says, can you say Battlestar Galactica backwards? Really? And, and so he's like, you know, he knows that, uh, Colbert's an improviser and he's mm. done improv. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, the kind of the rule of improv is you say yes. and Right. Yes and. But he made the mistake and said no. Oh. Um, I was literally just thinking I would have been like, I cannot. Uh, and so basically he says, he says no and laughs. And then Colbert uh, Hangs up immediately starts trying to say Battlestar Galactica. It was funny. He laughed. Then Stephen mm. Colbert said... You blew it, kid. And the interview was oh. over. Oh, wow. so dang. Pretty terrible. But I thought this would be a fun game to try. All mm-hmm. this to say, 
I think it would be kind of awesome if we took some really complicated words and tried to say them backwards. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Uh, yes, and. <laughs> All right. You really set that up so we couldn't say no. Well done. No, ha ha ha. I blew it. I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah, guys. It's, been, it's been a fun run. Scotland and I are leaving. Everyone have a good show. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Okay, so we're back on vocabulary. We're going to start this game. Uh, you know, what, what's a good name for it? I haven't thought of a name for this game. Why don't we call it like the back of my hand? Because it's all about the knowledge of the word and knowing it backwards. And They're giving me a look which says that I failed this. I don't know. I don't know. I like that. The back of my hand? Like but the back kind of, of my like hand. A, like, like, kind of like the back of my hand, in quotes. The whole thing, kind of like the back of my hand? We'll kind just call like it, the back of you know, because you, you're knowing it backwards and forwards, so you really know it. So we're just going to call this game Biblically. Uh, uh, okay. I disagree. You know, we just, we're gonna, not going to name this game. This is the unnamed one. We're when you write in and tell us you want us to play it again, say the unnamed game. The backwards-forwards game. The game which must not be named. <laughs> Voldem game. Volder game. Okay, so uh, we're going to start this off. Uh, Scotland, your word is bibulous. Bibulous. And I have to say this backwards. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to pronounce it backwards, so you've got that uh, note in front of you, so you can write the word down. Bibulous. Um, and then maybe write some phonetics out real quick. You get three tries. Now, bibulous means given to or marked by the consumption of alcoholic drink. So it's a very fitting term for you. Oh, shut the frig up. I'm just kidding. That makes sense, though, in vibing. So bibulous. Uh, Yeah. And give me just a second. I'm going to get my... Just one one last clarifying. Yeah. Can we clarify this? No, a clarifying question. Uh, Am I pronouncing this how it reads now that it's backwards or syllable by syllable backwards? Completely backwards, right? You want, to, you want to pronounce it backwards as it sounds. Okay. So like if we so that, so that if we were Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to record it when you say it, and we're going to play it back. And if you get it sounding almost like the word or close enough, you know, okay. Okay, so I get it. Here's, I get it. here's yeah, the yeah. example, right? So in that no, article, he was talking about this. Battlestar Galactica. I really want to uh, really try this real quick. Okay. tab. Let's see if this works. Ah, wow, it you, worked! You just said it in Klingon. <laughs> I did. I said it in Klingon. So it works. Okay. okay. So you want, we want to try to get something like that. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, I really can't boy. believe that worked. Okay. So we're going to... Uh, we're gonna, I'm just going to hand this to you. Okay. There's that big button that you can just start recording. The one and that says upgrade to pro version. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Using this app that I found. So just hit that big microphone button right okay. there and try to say it backwards. You get three tries. And what we'll do is when we play it backwards, we're going to hear your third try first. Okay. Matt, we took a long intro. I just think we should re-say the word is bibulous. 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 Okay. So, sell you bib. Uh... Solubib. Solubib. Babylus. Babylus. Uh, Babylus. You got it right all three times. I, I, think, I think I'm already the winner. We can just uh, call it quits and <laughs> I, I get the crown, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, 
Get that so, back to you. Now, what's uh, you picked out a word for Andrew? I did. Oh, goody. I have this one for you, this little beauty. Vestibule. Okay, so the word is vestibule. Which is an atrium, obviously. Andrew's trying to write down the word. He's trying to write it backwards to help himself pronounce it. I'm just like reversing the syllables, and I'm like, that's not how you do the word backwards, dang it. You should try to write the letters backwards, too. It might help you there. Bring out a mirror, write it in. (laughs) Uh, I love you, too. All right. Vol. No. Yeah, I'm going to stick stick with the solubin. So much here. Right, obviously. <laughs> Yulitsev. Yulbitsev. Yulbitsev. You I got vests. Maybe, you, maybe. Yeah, you were getting close at the end. It's a vestibule with a Portuguese accent, is what it is. That's about what it sounded like. <laughs> is that what a Portuguese well, accent? You yeah. are the expert on accents. I am, I am the expert. <laughs> I am the expert on accents that you can't question. Right, the unquestionable accent, master of unquestionable accents, Scotland Roberts. All right. So, uh, what, what's the word you picked out for me? I picked out awuncular. It it means uncle like. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you spell that for me? A V U N C U L A R. I told I'm a horrible person. I I should pick a second word that's not as bad as the second what word do, I have. What does avuncular mean? It's uncle like. So that's like when So like the creepy friend your parents had who looked after you a lot, he was avuncular or Is a that pedophile. is that a noun or is that like an adjective? It sounds like an adjective. It's adjec- an adjective. It's an adjective. Were we only supposed to pick nouns? No, I'm just I'm just curious when I can use this. I've uh, yeah. I'm gonna go avuncular, or something. <laughs> That's well, I don't Whoa. know. That, yeah, declaring I'm going to go avuncular or avuncular. That's not Raluknuva, Raluknuva, Raluknuva. I think it's gonna come out avuncular, but let's see. Avuncular, <laughs> With, should we call an ambulance? <laughs> I, I think we should call the Swedish embassy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I start? Okay. Popcorn. You should just move. You should Popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> All right. So, Andrew, the word I picked for you is malapropism. Oh, now I don't feel bad about my second word in the slightest now, you jerk face. <laughs> uh. So it's uh here we go. Yeah, please. I feel, I, feel, I feel like my words are not as like out there as your words. Oh, come on, bibulous is a good word. Bibulous is a fantastic word. I'm a bibulous avunculant. No, uh, don't say that. <laughs> a bibulous avunculant. Avuncularly bibulous. Avuncular. I'm uncly alcoholic. Uncle Drinky. We're gonna call you Uncle Drinky Scott. Because mm, I always fly solo with my red cup. I don't... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm, it was a pod. It, it was not a very good one. No, it wasn't. Is there Leave such the a puns thing? to Andrew. Is there such a thing as a good pun, really? I don't know. Andrew, give us a good pun. Um, I was... <laughs> I was not expecting. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to say malapropism backwards, dudes. This is not the time for a pun. <laughs> this is serious business. Puns are serious business. Don't get me wrong. I'm just okay. Actually, I do no. have a pun. It's a long form pun though. So two, a couple goes to Russia, and um, 
the, it's snowing, and uh, they meet their friend Rudolph, and he's from communist Russia. He's communist in Russia. And uh, Rudolph says, oh, it's raining. And John says, no, 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 this is snow. And, and uh, Rudolph says, it's raining. And um, uh, Mary, John's wife, says, dear, 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 Rudolph the Red knows reindeer. Uh, 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 I rest my case. Yeah, that was... Thank you. Thank you for... <sighs> I should have bet money on that. Okay, here we go. Malapropism... Misipropalam. Oh. Misipropalam. 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 I don't think so, but we'll try it. I'm counting that. Yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. I'll give him a six point five on that one. Yeah, that's. I mean, the, like if we were holding up the numbers, like a like a figure skater, I'd be the I, finished one. Yeah, you give him a six point five. I mean, I probably gave him like six. Yeah. So yeah. So a, a little bit above average. Yeah. As usual. I think they're being very harsh, but I'm still bouncing around just the fact that I got anywhere near it. <laughs> All right, what you got for Scotland? Uh, defenestration. Defenestration, to throw one out the window. That is oddly appropriate. <laughs> I'm so happy that's you a, knew this one that's already. That's word you knew already. That's great. I have, I'm very well acquainted with defenestration. Hey, you should not admit to that on a publicly available podcast. Defenestration can be a good thing. If you're a firefighter and there's no way to get someone out a door, you might defenestrate them. Now, is it to throw someone out the window or throw something out someone. the window? Someone. Something. No. Something? I think, so, I think it's me, someone. I have the... My on. experience... We won't go into <laughs> that, Googling though. This defen- defenestration. Those poor the orphans. The act of throwing someone or something out a window. Mm. And sometimes <laughs> that someone really is just a something. I once <laughs> threw a bucket of fermented uh, fake blood out a window. Fermented? Yes. Why didn't you drink it? Okay, so you know, well, I was I was in college at the time. There was no drinking rule on campus. No drinking and fermented uh, fake blood. Well, so that's we had in made, the campus rule. Made, what campus did you go to? Uh, when you I, say drinking fermented fake blood in a religious sense, uh, I just think of um, communion. Well, I had made a bucket of fake blood for a short film that some friends and I made oh, called Hand in a Can. That is classic. That it's is a, uh, it's pretty that's terrible. Th- that's it's definitely up there in my favorite slasher films, not um, going to lie. But it's, uh, it's, it's actually, um, uh, I left that bucket of fake blood in my bathroom over Thanksgiving break, and I came back to my dorm. I said, something smells like wine. I walked into the bathroom and realized that that bucket of fake blood had fermented because we had put a bunch of fruit pulp in there and stuff like that to give it some give it some texture, you know? And uh, I had to throw it out the window before I got in trouble. I think we've given Scotland enough time to try and figure this out. I'm still actually writing it down because I was listening to him and I realized I misspelled it backwards, which was not going to help things at all. <laughs> you, okay. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to get this backwards. And I did so well on the first one. Okay, so defenestration. Okay, defenestration. How do I say forfeit backwards? Nushart senenafed. All right, let's hear it. That's actually what I take when I get a really bad cold. I take it even on good days. 
It's close. We sound. We sound. I mean, this is on the internet, so I, obviously we have to mention Nazis this at is, some point. But we sound like a Nazi party, like meeting right there. Oh my, yeah, that's true. Or what? I was trying to think of this. I feel oh, like oh, oh, I oh, feel oh, like oh. that was extremely racist against the German language, and like you barely covered it by, by making it against Nazis specifically instead of all of Germany. When you play audio backwards, it often sounds like. A Nazi party. Other words. It's a Nazi party with little hats and confetti. I mean, we even had, like, the drunken laughter in that, for Pete's sake. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Is this um, really? <laughs> this is how I picture Nazis. I don't, I don't remember that page in the history book where the Nazis were all sitting around going, yes, and then we will invade Poland, ha, 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 confetti. Like, <laughs> this is not the page I remember. I could make so many jokes based off... Can't say anything about the... Never mind. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> just cause this whole episode is going to be one long bleep. <laughs> Nazi bleep. <laughs> okay, uh, what's the word you got for me? I have for you opulent. Opulent. So opulent. Here we go. Tenel you paw. Tenel you paw. Tenel you paw. Opulent. Opulence. It's like an opulence. opera singer. Opulence. That is so derogatory and bigoted I, of you. Uh, opulent opera singer. I, I have to say, the way you said it backwards took me back to like watching Little House on the Prairie. Tell, to nail you, Paul. To you're, nail you, Paul. You were the first man to ever <laughs> no, actually just, admit to okay. me that you watched that show voluntarily. I didn't actually. I, I, just would, used I it never for the watched joke. it. No, no, of course never. not. All right, I think that's it for this game. Um, hey, if you, uh, if you enjoyed the game, let us know. And you can tweet to me and Scott and stuff. I want to go there right now. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad you're not going there because you're making really, really creepy eyes at me I'm right now. I'm staring right at you. <laughs> right just... into my soul or my los. I don't know if I feel worse for Scotland or myself los? for being left out. Mm, we can, we can, each of us can look into one of your eyes really deeply. We're each looking into one eye right now. All right, so we're going to be back. Uh, Scotland has a game for us. Uh, it's called... Cinephilia Askew. That's right. And we actually played it on the Lost episode, which you'll never hear. Unless you except, pay us really, really good money. Yeah, you can pay us money for it, and we'll uh, let you hear parts of the Lost episode. Yeah, send, send me some tweets letting me know you want to hear it. <laughs> That's at uh, Scotland ASW, and I'm yeah. at Mark Jones Audio. We'll be right back after this. Ask me to say the alphabet backwards because I'm just going to say it backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards in one breath and then just stare at him and be like, what now? And then I'm going to be arrested <laughs> at gunpoint. Well, we're back on Vocabularian <laughs> with Cinephilia Askew. Now, Scott, explain the premise of this game because you, you explained it on the Lost episode. Right. We're going to yeah. keep mentioning the Lost episode and people are going to ask about it, I hope. Yeah, they're going to direct message me and... They're going to send me money, and yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah. But uh, pretty much, Cinephilia Askew is based off a logline, a one-sentence synopsis that was written in 1998 for TCM, uh, Turner Classic Movies, and pretty much trying to describe the synopsis of a movie, and the movie was Wizard of Oz, and it was described, I don't have the original quote in front of me, but pretty much that a young girl uh, finds herself in a surreal landscape 
murders the first person she meets and joins up with three strangers to murder again. <laughs> Fairly accurate, a little, a little obtuse. So uh, the point of this game is that I've got five log lines, five one-sentence summaries written out for various movies. I'm going to, uh, <coughs> I'm going to say them and have Mark and Andrew here try to guess what movie it is. And whichever one gets three out of five will win today. So, without further ado, we have Cinephilia Askew. So, first one on the docket. <clears throat> An Australian slave fights his incestuous Latin ruler to the death. Gladiator. Mark, you disappoint me yet again. Well, but okay, he wasn't Australian. He is an Australian. He's an Australian in real life. He wasn't an Australian in the movie. I was going Australian in my mind. You were thinking of like to, Tropic Thunder. To be fair, you are mixing reality. Yeah, you're mixing reality and and wait a minute. I'm fine with it. Were though. you were you being a little bit bibulous when you wrote this? I was being a funcular, to say the least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next one. <laughs> no animals Moving were harmed on. in the making of this podcast. And that went somewhere else. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving no, on. No comment, folks. All right. So, our second log line. An African-American and a lanky Jew celebrate a national holiday by combating a mutual non-white Anglo-Saxon Protestant enemy. Rush hour? Lethal weapon? <laughs> so, wait. Repeat it. An African-American and a lanky Jew celebrate a national holiday by combating a mutual non-white Anglo-Saxon Protestant enemy, also known as a wasp. So a non-white wasp? A non-wasp enemy. Okay. I'm so lost. So a a black man and a Jew. Mm -hmm. Walk into a bar. Walk into into a bar. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, the, yes. <laughs> and there we go with the stupid puns again. <laughs> okay. Let me think about this. You want to you wanna think about it? You want me to give you another one and we can come back to it? Or I, I need to hear it one more okay. time. An African-American, also known as a black man in some circles, an African-American. Or a woman. Hashtag feminism. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Man, I feel sexist. An, Amer- an African-American and a lanky Jew celebrate a national holiday by combating a mutual non-wasp enemy. I'm just so lost. This is actually one of the simplest Independence ones. Independence Day. Yes. Okay. What other lanky Jew can you think of off uh, the top of your head? Can we stop saying lanky Jew? That's, I'm really I, uncomfortable like, right now. Especially after you were talking about the Nazi party earlier. Now, okay, Yeah. I mean, it's an apt descriptor. You can't tell okay, me it's not. Right. But, I mean, I don't know who you're saying. I mean, they make, in the movie, they make jokes about him being Jewish, but still. Okay. I don't, I'm just, I'm yeah. uncomfortable. I'm Let's just, I'm just the... calling on my history, guys. Oh, gosh, no. Can we go to the next one, please? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so we have one each. So, a group of unlikely friends on a foreign beach trip attempt to locate a single male stranger and convince him to return home with them. I know you've both seen this movie. Don't look at me that way. Wait, a beach trip? A foreign beach trip. Foreign beach trip. Yeah. Attempt to find a what kind of stranger? Locate a single male stranger and convince him to return home with them. I know know you've both seen this. Foreign beach trip. Mm -hmm. Do you need a hint? I can give you... Do you know for a fact we've both seen it? I don't know for a fact, but I'm willing to bet Andrew's life on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about a hint? All right. The beach is located in northern France. 
Oh, Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Jinx. Bye. I'm assuming you've both seen it. Yes. I've actually only seen about the first 10 minutes, and I was just like, I don't like war movies. I've They're got to stop thinking in the picture you're clearly painting. Because you picked like a beach <laughs> picnic and such actually, intentionally. And I'm like, oh, what like college movie? <laughs> what no, college? not that. Not quite. Yeah, I was thinking, of, I was like, Euro trip? Scott, have you seen that? I'm thinking like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants kind of, you know, frivolity of friends. Yeah. Sisterhood of the Traveling Shirts or something male. <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling snipers, whatever. It should be brotherhood. I don't. I like how we keep the sisterhood, but we're trying to change the other thing to make sisterhood it male. Sisterhood of the traveling <laughs> dudes. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it male. I was just trying to make it gory. Okay, so hashtag we, feminism. We have our last last one. This one will win the tie for you guys. Every time you say hashtag, you keep making one with your hands. Yes, I do. Mm. Millennials. Hashtag millennials. Hashtag millennials. <laughs> Next. Next one. A male progenitor and his son attempt to bond during a criminal homicidal road trip. Okay, so a father and son. Sure. What's the name of that homicidal Tom Hanks road movie? trip? Attempt to bond during a criminal homicidal road trip. Do we need a hint? Yes. Yes. He's on the right track with Tom Hanks. I forget. I don't know the name of the movie, but I know the movie. It's the one where he's got the like the mob father, but then he has to fight the mob, and his son is in the thing. I, I don't remember. Don't it. know this one. This is based off a very famous uh, graphic novel. You should be aware of this. I know the movie. I don't know the name. Oh, but, okay, graphic novel. <laughs> should I give it to Andrew? Because Andrew's is I'm just describing this. He just can't think of the name. Okay, yeah, give it to Andrew. Andrew wins this one. It is actually Road to Perdition. Yeah, I wasn't going to remember that. With Tom Hanks, yeah. Paul Newman, I, Daniel I Craig. I always meant to watch that. Jude I never Law. did. You've never seen it? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it Have either. you read? Whoa. I haven't read the graphic novel either. Wow. Color me surprised. All right, well. Get my surprise. Just bro. like in the, uh, the last episode, Andrew... Uh, Cleaned up on this one. Mark. I really didn't clean hey, up this time. I did get. I did get Saving Private you, you, you Ryan. Did get, you I got did, Independence Day. You got one, I, and you tied. So it wasn't a complete wiping the floor like last time. But, yeah. Uh, oh, he. I got the Princess Bride and nothing else in the last one. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really. I think sad. the big difference wasn't the fact that you didn't know things. It was that I did know things, and this week neither of us knew things. Yeah. This is. This is. You did actually better this week. This. This. This version. I didn't this put as round, much thought into it. That's. The, I think that's. That's what it is, is you put less thought into it, you know. It's a good life lesson for everyone out there. Don't overthink things. Hey, actually, speaking of not overthinking things, go see Swiss Army Man. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be right back after this short break. But this is going to be released if someone pays enough money. Never, ever (laughs) know. Notice me leaning way away from the microphone. Please tell me you're picking his voice up. Oh, of course. <laughs> this entire show is a blooper reel. There are so many things that are said through these microphones that we can never share with the general public because they are horrifying. I, I feel like in five years from now, I'm going to call you up and I'm going to be like, Mark, why did you not burn the tapes? I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back <laughs> on vocabulary and... We are playing our last game of the show, except all of our books have disappeared. Your books, books are, are right here behind uh, your laptop. <laughs> I am a magician. So Did we you see are that? going to play Ooh, our staple ah. game. 
Literary parkour. Literary parkour. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to buy some more books or start going to the library. I'm starting to run out of uh, books to bring. Go to As the Page Turns and Traveler's Rest because outside there is a free book rack and they also have like fifty cent books. That's gonna be very dangerous. I wish you hadn't told me that. Um, who would like to start? Actually, who won last time? Like I know. How long ago was, was our it? last one that we I used? Think, are we going from last week or the uh, last time our oh, listeners have heard right. it? You're right. You're right. Okay. I think the last time our listeners heard it, it was me uh, for being deadpan, which is so incredibly uncharacteristic of me. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Why don't it's we just like start off with uh, start off with Andrew? Okay. All right. <clears throat> There was a silence. The genie cleared its throat. Sorry? Bartimaeus. That's what your friend Farquhar kept calling you anyway. There was a muttered curse. I think friend is putting it trifle strongly. That idiot. He would insist on having an argument in public. Well, you keep using his name too, as Mira said. Besides, I'm going to need to know your name if I'm to intercede with your master, aren't I? Handled him my jackknife and he went to it and said, mmm, oh wow, this is the best steak I ever ate. I'd also bought milk and we just had steak and milk and a great protein feast. Squaring there in the sand as highway cars zipped by in our little red fire. During this, Nina was glaring at Norman, but Virginia is bringing Allison into it also. Also was too much, but Wilkins watching narrowly said snappedly, Nina, this is a courtroom. <laughs> and, he, and he ends there. He did. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the deadpan did make it flow together. It definitely helps. You got that on your side. We just have to come up with some things that are a little more like going to make you laugh. So yeah. what were those books in order? Uh, the first one was the Bartimaeus Trilogy. Well, actually, sorry. It's Bartimaeus, The Ring of Solomon. It's an outside book from the Bartimaeus Trilogy uh, by Jonathan Stroud, which is a wonderful book series. Um it's just really clever. Uh, it has spiritual entities, which humans enslave to use as powerful beings. But the whole time, they're just being really snarky about it. <laughs> uh, question, is that set in Solomon's time? I know there's the classi- classic uh, uh, This Jewish book myth. is. The other ones are, are set in a different time period. But this okay. is um, huh. in the reign of Solomon. Okay. That, that is a classic Jewish myth. I've always been interested in that one. Yes. All right, Andrew, who's going now? Oh, yeah, oh and yeah, the, yeah. the other two books were The Dharma Bums by Jack Kerouac. That's a, that's a hard book to struggle through, I got to tell you. I mean, it's, it's, it's all right. I, you know, it's Jack Kerouac. It's classic modern American literature. But, and yeah. Gadsby, G-A-D-S-B-Y, by Ernest Vincent Wright. And the... Uh, I think most people who listen to this podcast would actually appreciate this. The reason that Gadsby is owned by myself or my sister who I bought it for uh, is that Gadsby is an entire novel written without the letter E once being used. How is that even possible? It's a lot of very vague and obtuse wording. He could not use any numbers between 10 and 21 or something like that. Or 29, I mean. Like, he got 30 and 31, 30 he could do. He couldn't do 31. So he can't say people's ages. He can't use a lot of transitions, the, et cetera. He can't ask someone their name. Yeah, so I I gave this to an English major, an honor scholar English major, who I am very well acquainted with. 
and didn't tell her why I gave it to her. I just said I thought she'd enjoy it. She read the entire thing without noticing that it was missing any. <laughs> she couldn't see the uh, couldn't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. I because E is the most commonly used letter in the that, English yeah. language. Oh yes, it absolutely is. Wow. All right. Uh, who's going next? You, you, uh, Andrew, you get to decide since you went. Okay, I thought you were going to ask me to go next. I was like, no, no, I just went. <laughs> um, why don't you go next, Mark? Okay. All right, so I got my book. At 50, Sonny Sealer enjoyed a position of considerable stature within the Georgia legal community. He was past president of the State Bar of Georgia. He was listed in the book of the best lawyers in America as one of the top civil litigators in the country. He was also a native Savannian, and that was a major plus for Williams. Juries, especially Savannah juries, were instinctively suspicious of -of out-of-town lawyers. The logic is simple. No madman's logic this time, jumping from tussock to tussock in a misty bog. If it be not true, then proof will be relief. At worst, it will not harm. If it be true, ah, there is the dread. Yet very dread should help my cause. For in it is need, for in it is some need of belief. What are these things you're always making? Joby asked. Just little charms, she smiled. For friends I meet here and there, brings them good luck. Keeps the dark away some. She held out the one she just finished. This one's for you, dearie. Been making it special. I think you took too long a pause between the two books. Did I? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I have to say disqualified. It, oh. Uh, you are the weakest link. Between which, which two books? Uh, between uh, the Dracula last two. Dracula and, and Yeah, I did, I did take a little bit of a, a long pause there. It's because it was all dialogue. Uh, trying <laughs> to was, find where to start. Yeah. I was trying to figure out which spot to jump into. But um, so the first book was uh, Midnight and the Garden of Good and Evil by John Berendt, uh, which is a great book. Mm, I've I, only ever seen the movie. The movie's really good. Kevin Spacey is great in it. John but Cusack. John Cusack, yeah. Mm. But, but the book is excellent. It's really funny. Actually, it feels like it's kind of natural with the third book, which I'll get to in a minute. I'll explain why. Second book was, of course, Dracula by Bram Stoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, third book was The Book of Joby by Mark J. Ferrari. Yeah, I can't be of much help to you. I haven't read it yet. It was, uh, it was given to me after it was recommended to me. So uh, it's on the reading list. Okay. Well, um, it's, it's interesting because it, you know, it jumps into um, you know, where I jumped in. Uh, making little charms, you mm. know, and, and stuff like that. In Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, there's this whole, um, you know, this whole segment where he goes out into the woods with the common law wife of Dr. Buzzard, who was, you Voodoo. know, the, the king of, no, hoodoo. Big hoodoo. difference. Hoodoo? You hoodoo. do. Do what? Remind me of the babe. Hoodoo. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Labyrinth for a moment of silence for David Bowie. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, Scotland, All right. your turn. All right, so I did bring a book, but I kind of want to start with this book that we found on the table. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we actually <laughs> we we actually record this in a nursery. It's the back room at a church, and uh, we've. I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> 
I, Andrew just showed me under the table the book he's getting ready to hand to Scotland. I'm so worried now. <laughs> please, so please bear in mind while I'm reading whatever devilish thing they're about to hand me that we are in the back of a church in a children's room surrounded by, you know, paintings of Samson and Noah and all those godly people that we are trying to emulate. <laughs> but right. uh, failing something. Fail, failing something fierce. But uh, okay, <laughs> here goes nothing. Uh Cleaning up will make him hot, so you'll give him a bathing suit and take him to the beach. He'll want to go in the water and build a sandcastle, too. Then he'll look for seashells. He'll find a few other things as well. He'll put them in his pail and try to pick it up, but it'll be too heavy. He'll decide he needs to go work out at the gym. The popularity of some of these human elixirs probably had less to do with the purported effective ingredient than with the base. The recipe in Thompson's book for a batch of King Charles drops, King Charles II ran a brisk side business in human skull tinctures out of his private laboratory in Whitehall, contained not only spirit of skull, but a half pound of opium and four fingers, the unit of measurement, not the actual digits, of spirit of wine. From my birth, when they went undetected, to my baptism, where they upstaged the priest, to the troubled adolescence, when they didn't do much of anything, and then did everything at once. My, you know I can't say that. My family is listening. How, how dare you? Shame on you. You can only wait. imagine where that was going. Wait, so, wait, what was the word? What was the next word? Oh, my genitals have been the most significant thing that ever happened to me. Some people inherit houses. Other paintings are highly insured violin bows. Still others get a Japanese tansu or a famous name. I got a recessive gene on my fifth chromosome and some very rare family jewels indeed. I would just like to say for all those I know who are listening, I do try to, you know, have good relationships with good people. I don't always succeed, but I try. <laughs> that was Mark's book. I had a completely and totally wholesome book. Completely and totally wholesome. All right. So we, we began with, if you give a cat a cupcake, written by Laura Numeroff, which is, of course, related to if you give a mouse a cookie, the classic. Thank God for Chick-fil-A or we would not have this lovely little paperback edition here in the <laughs> free, uh, free for us. Then we had Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers. Completely wholesome. By Mary Roach. Love the irony in the title, especially who it's coming from. I, I am given books like this all the time. Are you? Uh, for those of you who don't I, remember. I them as gifts. For those of you who don't remember, uh, Andrew's an apprentice funeral director. So. I mean... That's a good business. I mean, people are dying to get in. What was that third book? <laughs> the one you we just continue with awful puns uh, this hey, entire time. You, you had to disqualify me for, for taking that, so I made sure to flip to a good page for you. I, I believe <laughs> you had told me it was cheating to try to find a particular page. Well, I flipped once, and then I flipped again because I thought I'd give it another shot. Uh, you're an evil to person. see if something would pop you up. You are an evil person. So this book was entitled Middlesex. It's by the best-selling author of The Virgin Suicides, and it was written by the winner of the Pulitzer Prize, Jeffrey Eugenides? Eugenides. Eugenides. It's a Greek name. It's a Greek name. Because we, <laughs> we need to put some more some ethnicities in, in this podcast. Well, yeah, we have to be make sure we're, we're, we're like quite inclusive. inclusive you to, know, to especially be, you after what confused, you talked about earlier. Scotland, I want to be clear. It's not offensive to just have a Greek name. It's offensive to do terrible accents and make jokes about people. I did not make terrible jokes. I merely said that my accent was not as terrible Mo as you said it was. Clearly. Moving on. Clearly. <laughs> Moving on. So a really good book, by the way. Uh, it's about a uh, it's about a man who, growing up, everybody thought he was a 
girl. And hmm. he, did, he did too because uh, he's intersexed. I just saw an interview on YouTube with oh. someone who had this condition. Well, you said I thought you. Somebody. And no, my no, first no. thought was. And I was like, really? No. 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 Too far. Too far? Too far. Too far? Too far. We can't we'll be add, editing this like, out You later. just won the belt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Have it stricken from the record and it, uh, apologize to him for me. Well, we're striking all of that. So everything you didn't just hear is uh, highly offensive. But I think that's all the time we have for today. And it's not my fault. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it, maybe it is. Uh, closing thoughts, gentlemen? I'm trying to be a good person. Me too. Look both ways before spitting into the wind. And uh, if you're out playing Pokemon Go, please remember to uh, not walk out in traffic. Um, I I would actually say please do walk out in traffic. You know what? I love you. I caught a Pikachu last night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous. Good for you. (laughs) That's all the time we have for today on Vocabulary. Until next time, remember to check out bit.ly slash vocabularian. Or just subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you, uh, you know, leave us a review. Give us five stars. Follow Scott or me on Twitter. I'm at Mark Jones Audio. He's at Scotland ASW. What's that? That was backwards. I want to, I'm going to check and see if it worked. I'm going to check. But until next time, you know, thanks for listening and have a great life. Okay, goodbye. Ha, 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 ha.